Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to help you get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today I'm going to talk about my decision to stop recording my podcasts as face on camera videos and, and walk you through how I came about this decision. So lots of podcasters out there are doing their podcasts as videos and uploading to places like YouTube or Facebook in addition to extracting the audio for their podcast channel. Now, the idea behind this is that it makes it easy to distribute to more places and it's a lot easier to turn a video into an audio file than vice versa. So briefly, here's what I want to walk through today. So number one, why I did on-camera video out of the gate when I relaunched BSing with Brandy as a podcast. Then the workflow that I had developed to accomplish that. Then the issues I started to run up against. um, And there was a lot. (laughs) Uh, Number four, what ultimately made me decide to remove my talking head from the podcast and then what I'm doing now instead. So let's get into some of some of these things. Uh, so the first one, why I did on-camera video when I started. So before I kind of relaunched BSing with Brandy as a podcast, it was actually a Facebook Live show. And so it was just originally designed to be video, right? So I did that, um, number one, because I wanted to be doing more video, but also because Facebook was and still is the main platform for connecting with my audience. Uh, I knew I wanted, I wanted Facebook to be involved and, um, video on Facebook and Facebook lives were getting the most traction at the time. So when I decided to go the podcast route, I thought, well, I still want the video up on Facebook um, because it just, it's good for analytics. You get more eyeballs on your stuff. People like video. Um, And so it didn't, it didn't really, I mean, I did have a very brief conversation about, well, what if I just didn't put them up on Facebook? Um, But for whatever reason, my brain was really, really stuck on the idea of, no, it has to go on Facebook. And so because it was a podcast that I wanted to be able to record ahead of time, I couldn't do it as a live, but I could do it as a Facebook premiere, which essentially is a video that you pre-record and upload to Facebook, but then it premieres as a live video. Um, so it has a lot of the same functionality of a live, but it's a video that you've pre-recorded. And so that was kind of the, the rationale behind why I stuck with my face on camera. Um, because I wanted that sort of Facebook live effect, uh, and a long video on Facebook without a talking head is not going to generate much engagement unless it's some sort of like animation. But if it's just, 
um, like an image and then me talking for 30 minutes with only audio, uh, I thought, well, that's not going to be super engaging. So it has to be my face on camera. Um, and I had, I had a pretty slick workflow uh, all done up. And so what it was originally, it's even, it, it was even more elaborate towards the end as I kept adding more and more things into <laughs> the podcast process. But essentially, I would sit down and I would record the video. Um, sometimes I had to do it all in one take. I was experimenting with different recording software. And some of the recording software you could pause and some you couldn't. Uh, so there were a couple podcast episodes where I actually did them all in one take. And you can probably spot those ones because they're the ones maybe that have like awkward pauses or I go off topic a little bit or things like that. Um, the, the software, when I used ones that allowed me to pause, I think those went from an audio perspective, those went a lot smoother, but from a video perspective, it might have looked weird having, um, you know, like visible cuts because I would pause and then I would, you know, like take a drink or cough or sneeze or whatever I had to do um, and then restart. But of course, my head would be in a little bit different position or if it was quite a long break, even like the light might have been a little bit different or something like that. So I, that was, so again, now I've gone off topic, but that was somewhat relevant because I was talking about my workflow. So anyway, I would record the video, then I would export it as an MP4, and then I would open up that MP4 and just extract the audio, which with QuickTime is two clicks. Uh, so then at that point, the video would go up on YouTube, um, and I'm, I'm not publishing anything on YouTube at this time, but I put it up on YouTube to generate the captions because um, other than paying for a service um, like rev.com, for example, um, YouTube, the AI for the captioning on YouTube, the automatic captioning is hands down the best AI captioning um, that I've come across out there. So uh, I wanted those captions. So I had to have a video that went up on YouTube. I couldn't upload an audio to YouTube. So I was like, well, I'll do the I'll do the video, upload it to YouTube, then I get those captions. And then I have the video file that can with the captions that can go up on Facebook as my premiere video. And so I would put that up ahead of time so people could click to get a reminder um, and I could share it to promote it throughout the week. Then I would have the audio file that could go into my podcasting service um, and I can embed all those on the website for when the next episode was published. So um, there was a lot more to it than that, but that was the that was kind of the the video audio parts of the workflow and and why I did them like that. And it really all stemmed from recording that video and having that video file made everything else flow easier. Whereas if I didn't have that video file, then I would, if I wanted to put it on YouTube, I would have to take the audio 
and and make it a video anyway. Um, or I would have to rely on a different transcription service, which either was going to be more expensive or not as accurate, or was going to require me to invest more time in fixing the transcript, which um, investing more time in something uh, was an option I was not willing to do and still am not willing to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that that was why I did it the way I did and how I accomplished that. But I started to come up against issues. And some of them I started to bump up against right off the start. And then some were things that I kind of realized along the way. Um, and it was, you know, a matter of, well, I'll just be patient and give this more time. It will get better. And then recently there were some things in my business that made me have to take a hard look at how much work I was doing. Um, were all the things I was doing necessary for my business? Were there, I wasn't just going to stop doing my podcast. So were there things that I could safely cut out and they wouldn't have much impact? And so there were some things with the podcast that it became apparent, okay, there are some things that we're going to have to change. So let's start with the first thing, um, the, the Facebook premieres. So like I said, the rationale behind having those was because I was going to get more, more reach and more engagement on my page by having those videos up there. And that, that is, was true and is true. Um, videos always give a little boost to your page performance, but it wasn't as much as I was hoping. And the other hard truth is that even though I promoted them as live premieres and I always carved time out of my schedule on those Friday mornings to actually sit there and watch the video and try to engage with the viewers, not many people were showing up for those. So, and it didn't matter how much I promoted them. Um, the very first one, quite a few people showed up and I got comments and it was all very exciting. And then I never, ever got, maybe with one exception, that level of live engagement on a video. And, you know, at first I, I, I tried not to get discouraged because the fact is a lot of views, video views on Facebook come later. Uh, and so I would, you know, I would promote a video that had already premiered thinking, okay, then, you know, I'll see more views and stuff. But the fact was that it just didn't seem to be catching on. Now that could be because the podcasts were, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. And even though, you know, you can listen to a video on Facebook, like you can a podcast, um, most people, that's not most people's first instinct. If they, if they're at the gym or walking or driving or something, and they want to listen to something, they're going to open up their podcast service. They're not going to open up Facebook and look for a video that they can just listen to and let their phone, you know, sit on the passenger seat 
and play. So I was carving out that time on Friday mornings to do that, but it wasn't paying off in terms of Facebook um, reach and engagement. So I kept thinking to myself, like, why am I, why am I setting aside this? You know, I would set aside an hour. Sometimes the podcast was only 30 minutes, but sometimes they go a little bit longer. So I would set aside an hour on Friday mornings for that. And I, you know, I started to think, is this a good way for me to be spending my time? Um, because a lot of the times I would find myself multitasking and doing other things while the podcast was premiering. So I'd be listening to myself, I'd be checking comments, but I would be doing other other things. I would be writing emails, um, I would be tracking tasks, um, anything else that I had to do to catch up on. So not a good not a good use of my time and it wasn't it wasn't paying off the way I wanted to. So those were some of the issues. The other thing the other thing about about video on Facebook is that not only is it good for organic reach and engagement, but it is super, super affordable to run an ad to a video to get, you know, just some views on the video. And then you can then target those video viewers later in subsequent ads. And that was kind of going to be part of my funnel uh, was retargeting my video viewers. But I didn't, I didn't think about um, when, because my, my podcast, like I swear in this. Um, so the first time I tried to use one of those videos as an ad it got rejected and it was like because you've used language that violates our terms and conditions and I was like for fuck's sakes <laughs> so I was like I can't I can't use any of these videos as part of my retargeting ad strategy because Facebook's going to reject them all so there went that out the window um and and then the other thing after that I thought well probably because I am swearing, maybe I'm getting penalized by the algorithm just because of that. Uh, you know, never mind, it's a maybe a longer video that people don't want to commit to watching or listening to the whole thing. Maybe some people aren't seeing it at all because of the swearing, right? So there was, there was that. Um, and then the last thing I alluded to a little bit um, in terms of like sometimes there'd be awkwardness because I would need to pause or I was recording with something that didn't have a pause feature and couldn't. Um, and and then also I have like I have notes. Um, I have bullet points uh, that I refer back to. But when you're doing on camera, especially if the focus really is on your face. Like if you're far in the background, you can kind of look away or look down at some notes and it's it's not as awkward. But when the focus is really on your face on camera, you want to be staring into the camera as much as possible. And there, there were, you know, some awkward 
moments because I would try to have my notes as close to my laptop camera as possible, but sometimes I had to look over or look down. I tried um, just using the notes on my phone, um, but that, again, that didn't really work. So I didn't like, when I was watching myself back, uh, I didn't like how I had that kind of like looking just off to the side of the camera or just below the camera kind of look. Uh, it just, it drove me a little bit nuts. <laughs> I don't know if it bothered you guys, but it bothered me. So those were, those were all of the issues that I was running up against that made me think, okay, is this Facebook premiere effort worth it? Um, and then the kind of like the last straw is when, you know, I mentioned some things were happening in my business and I was going to have to either stop doing things or cut back or figure out how to, you know, work smarter, not harder. And with the way I had my workflow, things were pretty slick. There wasn't anything I could look at and go, oh, well, if I did this, this step would be a lot faster because my workflow was already designed to be as fast as possible, <laughs> as automated as possible. And so when I was like thinking, okay, is there something I could not do with my podcast to save myself time? Well, the, the video recording and being present for when the premiere went out, um, that was like, well, if I had to cut something out, it would be this. So I, I thought about it, uh, maybe for a week <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's not do that anymore because if I ever decide to put it back in, I'll just put it back in. Um, and so just needing to carve out some more time, uh, out of my existing activities, was like that was definitely um the the big thing that that made me go okay something something's got to give here and so the the other thing i guess this was an issue i was running up against which i didn't really touch on um was was being camera ready um because i like i don't feel when I'm going on camera, um, I don't feel like, oh, I have to look perfect and be totally made up. I barely even wear makeup anymore. Um, but I still want to look somewhat professional because I am representing my business and my brand. And I don't want people, you know, there are some people out there that, you know, their look is a hot mess. Um, and that's fine especially if it's working for them. But I feel like because I'm giving my my clients a sense of comfort and ease that I've got things handled, I don't think it would be good for me to show up publicly as a hot mess. So when I would go to record these episodes, I always had to be camera ready. And if the way I like to do things, okay, so just I digress a moment. So the way I like to do things on a, 
on a week to week basis in my, in my business, how I structure my work. So I don't, I don't say, okay, on Monday at nine o'clock, I'm going to do task A. And then on Monday at 11 o'clock, I'm going to do task B. I wake up and I look at my week and I go, okay, here are the things that absolutely have to get done on these certain days. The rest of the stuff, as long as it gets done within the week, it's fine. So what do I feel like doing right now? This is literally how I how I get through every day. So instead of trying to force myself to do a task that maybe I'm just not feeling, I make sure that the critical things are taken care of. And then I go, okay, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling like talking for an hour? Do I feel like writing a blog post? Um, do I feel like catching up on uh, some admin work or like checking the books or whatever it happens to be. So um, the feeling like recording video and and being camera ready is something that almost never happens for me. (laughs) I'm not one of those people who like enjoys getting, um, you know, dressed up and doing my hair and stuff. Like for me, that is such a freaking chore. Um, And so whenever I, even if I was going to batch some videos, it just seemed like so much energy. Um, (laughs) and, and then there was the added mental energy of like trying to manage that whole, okay, am I looking at the camera enough? Here are my notes. Have I, have I memorized them enough? Did I write enough notes? Am I losing my place? all while, and all that's going through my head as I'm trying to share the information with you and trying not to look away from the camera too much. Um, and, oh, is the light bad today? Or like all of that kind of stuff. So the fact that I can sit here and record this and I am in sweats Um, I'm actually sitting on the couch right now with my microphone and I've got my notes, but it doesn't matter where I'm looking. Um, as long as the audio is good, I have my face pointed towards the microphone. Um, but my eyes can be wherever the hell I want. (laughs) So it's just so much easier to do it this way. Now, so I'm getting kind of more into what I'm doing. I'm doing now. So you might be, if you are, if you are watching this, um, somewhere where it is playing video and you're going, well, what the hell? You just said you're not doing this in the video anymore. What I'm actually doing is this video is just a desktop recording of essentially the logo of the podcast. So I am still recording a video but I'm not recording my face. Um, And if the video gets used somewhere, that's fine. It'll have captions. So if people um, need to see something moving on the screen, they'll see that. But ultimately, this will just be audio unless I decide to do something with it on YouTube. Um, And I could still upload these on Facebook, and maybe I will. Um, but the fact is that it's going to have limited, limited value, um, 
for my Facebook page performance. Uh, maybe I'll put them up on just my website instead. Um, I, that is something that I will have to think about later, but it's just, it's just not critical. So essentially my, my workflow is actually very similar. So I'm still recording this technically as a video and then I'll extract the audio, which is like I said, a two click process. Um, and the video portion will go up on YouTube ge to generate the captions. But then the things that no longer have to happen, um, I no longer have to upload the video to Facebook and schedule a Facebook premiere. And that piece, because I did that a few days ahead of time so people could see it. So that meant I had to make sure all of the captions were generated um, for that as well. Uh, and also sometimes the video had to be optimized because if the video file was really, really big, when I uploaded it to Facebook, it it could fail because the file was too big or it could just take so long um, that I'd be sitting there rolling my eyes and cursing Facebook <laughs> because why can't it just upload my video file quickly? So that kind of, that held up my workflow, having that piece in there. Um, because I had to make sure the YouTube and the caption stuff was done or the video optimizing was done before I could put up the premiere on Facebook. So I know I no longer have to do the premiere on Facebook. And I also don't have that hold up in my workflow anymore. And then come Friday, I don't have to carve out that hour to sit and listen to myself talk to potentially no one because people just weren't showing up to watch it live. And then the other thing, which only took a little bit of time, but it was still a couple extra steps was, was promoting, um, that that was, that premiere was happening. Now I can just promote it as a podcast that people can go listen to. Uh, I don't have to worry about that Facebook premiere piece. So it's just a few small tweaks that I have made, but like I said, um, I don't have that pause, that hold up in my workflow anymore, which means that I can get ahead of the game a lot more. Um, I can do a lot more batching this way because like I said, if I feel like talking, I don't have to worry about like, does my hair look nice today? Um, or, you know, do I look extraordinarily pale? Okay, yes, let's not go on video today. <laughs> Things like that. Um, so I can do a lot more batching of the podcast episodes, which again means I can get ahead of the game. And being ahead of the game is kind of what, what I'm all about internally for my business. So things things seem to be going a lot more smoothly. I believe. Uh, so let me know what you think. If you actually miss those Facebook live premieres, if you're one of the few people that tuned in to watch, um, let me know. <laughs> Maybe people were going back to watch them and I just didn't realize it. I mean, I can see when people are, are watching the videos afterwards, we all have Facebook stats, um, but it just didn't seem like a significant enough amount of people for me to continue on that um, 
that path. So that wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. Yay, we kept it to under 30 minutes, possibly for the second time only. (laughs) If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That is Brandy with an I, not with a Y. And over there, you can also find the show notes, uh, links to any resources, although I don't think I've really mentioned any resources today, but you never know, I might toss up a few helpful links. And while you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice. I wish you all the best getting shit done this week.